Hey everyone, how's it going? And welcome to the newbie Real Estate Investor of New Jersey show. I'm Jonathan Boyle. And I'm Joey Chan. And we're here with yep. a special guest. My name is Sam Kwok, and <laughs> I am one of the Kwok brothers. Okay, awesome. So, you know, we'll get right into it as uh, we always do in most shows. So, uh, Sam, uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so uh, once again, my name is Sam, uh, one of the Kwok brothers, real estate investor, and um, I'm a full-time real estate investor today, and, uh, and I teach real estate as well. So. Um, you know, in terms of in terms of real estate investing, uh, my brother and I collectively we have seventy six units, or I should say we had eighty units, and then this month we just sold our eight unit, and then we're in the process of selling our twenty four unit, uh, all in the name because we're about to pick up, uh, we're putting together a ten million dollar fund, and we're going to be picking up some properties in Florida, and we have eight fix and flips that we're doing in Virginia, and we have an Airbnb out in Indiana, so that's what we're doing today, and. Uh, been doing real estate since 2014, and really didn't get serious into, you know, picking up units and properties since 2000, late 2016. So, late 2016 is when we started seeing our uh, some results, and today we are down to 72 units. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that that's just a lot to digest for anyone. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I'm pretty I'm pretty sure even the, uh, you know, like the audience might be yeah. a little confused. Um, yeah. So, uh, just so everyone's aware, we're actually here at a beautiful hotel in Fort Lee. Just, uh, yep. you know, unfortunately, uh, he doesn't have a site for us to go to as <laughs> a lot of uh, of uh, our other guests. But, um, yeah, so, Sam, uh, as far as your real estate, um, what, what uh, like, how did you get started? Yeah. Yeah, so, honestly, uh, I got started, like, a lot of people read the book, uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, and then... Uh, you know, like I got psyched, right? Everyone was like, oh my gosh, I didn't even know this world existed. Yeah. You know, prior to when I was 19, I didn't even know the word entrepreneurship even existed. Like, I was like, what is that word that people are using, like entrepreneur? And I thought prior to, you know, being 19, I thought the only way to live life or create money was to work for somebody, like to have a job, right? And uh, when I read the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, like everything just shattered in my brain. I'm like, oh my gosh, like the whole world. It's kind of like, um, and this is a bad reference, but it's like someone who lived in North Korea and they thought like, oh my gosh, if you live in the best country in the world yeah. and you come out and I'm like, no, we don't. <laughs> right. So, um, so I honestly, that, that's a whole, you know, switching, uh, shift in perspective. And, uh, after that, you know, like many, like many started, uh, looking at YouTube videos and listening to podcasts, um, bought a bunch of books on real estate investing and, uh, I struggled, struggled big time, mainly because I, one, I was scared. I think a lot of people are, right? I was scared to take action. And I was more so scared of success, right? I was scared, okay, well, what if someone says yes to my <laughs> offer? Like, I'm gonna throw an offer out here, but yeah. what if they say yes, oh my gosh. Like, what if I have to do this deal, right? And what if, what if you know, I have to make money? And, uh, I, you know, I was a little scared. And um, what really changed everything was, uh, you know, through different networks and different uh, seminars I attended, uh, ended up meeting someone in my area that had over 200 rental doors, um, started working with this guy, even worked for the guy for, the guy for free uh, for a whole entire year and just learning what he did, shadowing what we did. And one thing that we picked up the most, uh, or I should say one particular skill set that we picked up was the, uh, the skill of negotiating for owner financing. Now, for those who don't know what owner financing is, uh, it's a concept where you have an arrangement between you, the buyer, and the seller 
and you make monthly payments to the seller, just like a bank, in exchange for the ownership of the property. So it's kind of like you know you don't need, you don't need to go through the banks. Oh, um, you know you're just part of an arrangement. So that's something that we get really good at is getting the sellers to say yes to taking monthly payments instead of doing all cash or going to the bank. So that's something that we got really, really good at. And of course, being at the time we were 23, 23, 23 and 21 years old, uh, I mean, you know, we didn't have all the money in the world, right? We didn't have money to put down payment. Uh, you know, I didn't, we didn't have a dad who could give us a million, small loan, a million dollars, right? <laughs> um, you know, we wish. But um, so what ended up happening was, um, uh, you know, I, I felt frustrated. I felt like quitting. I think a lot of people fail in this business mainly because they, they quit too early. Yeah. Too, pre too prematurely and um, I remember you know, just like this I was traveling I was in a hotel room and uh, I didn't know I, I didn't own a TV at the time and I saw an episode of Shark Tank mm -hmm. right, the TV yeah. show Shark Tank and I saw this one particular episode where this uh, this contestant walks in and he goes on to say hey sharks my name is such and such uh, never owned a business never made money in business and here I am and I'm like this guy's gonna get creamed, right? <laughs> I, I know the first guy who's gonna turn him down, which is Kevin Littery, yeah. right? I know Kevin yes. Littery's gonna say no sales, no, no, no deal. So obviously that's the the notion that I had, and then, you know this guy start pitching, and he's dressed really, really sharp too. Um, so he starts to talk, he starts to pitch his idea. He had a even a packet that he could hand out to the sharks, and he was, uh, you know. He was very articulate. Uh, he explained himself very, really, you know, very, very well. He answered all the questions that the sharks were throwing at him, you know, like piece of cake, right? This guy was super confident. And like, my, my, like long story short, my jaw literally dropped when uh, Kevin Leary was the first one to take a deal. Wow. Said, hey, I'll give you $100,000 for 20% equity in your company. And I'm like, that is like, my, my, like, of course I was wrong, right? Like I judged too soon. And at the same time, I, uh, a light bulb went in my head and said, you know what, if that guy can do that, like never done, a, never done his business, uh, never made money, what if I could do the same thing in real estate? Mm -hmm. What if I can put together some sweet deal, put, put together a nice package, uh, literally be, you know, un, like I can answer all the questions that people can throw at me. What if I can be that and then go out to some, you know, wealthy people mm -hmm. and raise money, yeah. right? In exchange for a piece of the deal. So. Uh, Daniel and I, my brother and I, did just that. We started going out creating networks of uh, net, uh, attorneys, doctors. Uh, we, we ran into a guy, uh, a, a doctor out in San Francisco who was part of a medical association. And this guy introduced us to all the doctors in that association. I'm like, all right, we got all the money we need. <laughs> so um, so we, the first investor that we got, a partner, uh, put in 60 grand. And uh, we used that towards our first down payment, and we ended up buying uh, four single-family house, houses, and that was our first deal. And mm -hmm. of course, like we were like, super psyched. Yeah. You know, I was 24 at the time, and my brother was 22. I mean, like 24 and 22-year-old, right? Buying four houses. Here we are. Showed up the closing. Showed up uh, to, to, and we done this in an attorney's office. So, yeah. uh, the, the the seller's attorney looked at us funny. I'm like, are you sure you guys can buy this house? Like, <laughs> you guys seem too little young. Like. Nope, we're good. We're ready to go. Um, and then we ended up buying it. Uh, this property, the, the portfolio together, cash flow is 700 bucks a month. So 24, 20 years old, I mean, that pays your rent yeah, you know, in Chicago. Yeah. So uh, that was our first deal. And then a month later, we've done another deal, bought a three unit. A month later, we bought a four unit. Uh, just like pipeline was full. Just kept going, yeah, yeah. And then uh, bought a, we did a fix and flip at the same time. 
And then that September, we bought an eight unit. October, we bought a 36 unit. In November, we bought a 24 unit. Oh so in just that one year, we, we, we went from zero to 75 rental units in that just one year. And we were on fire. Like we were just yeah. like, no, like I, put an offer, put an offer, put an offer. And then the year after that, um, we started to cool down a little bit. We started you know, getting into Airbnb and rest is history. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. You gotta take a minute to digest that. Yeah, I'm just thinking because there's so many questions I want to ask just from that <laughs> yeah, yeah. statement. Yeah. Um, and anyone listening, if you have any questions, please leave them in the comments or something. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah. I'm sure Sam will be happy to uh, mm -hmm. answer them later on. Um, but uh, so, wow, okay. So as a newbie, let's say, and you yeah. approached people professionally mm -hmm. what did you approach them with exactly uh, yeah. to be able to for them to believe in you to fund your deals so you know I, starting out as 22 years old nobody believes you right they're like oh you're just a kid like, what, do you, what do you know right um, <laughs> the big thing is when you when you don't have credibility you have to create it so um, credibility and credibility and confidence stems from knowing what to do in that situation um, like I was in the army uh, in the army if, like if if a brand new person joining the army goes gets thrown in the battle, they wouldn't know what you know. They get yeah. some, you know they'll get themselves killed and they'll get their buddy killed. Uh, but with proper training and um, education as well as um, guidance, definitely. I mean, you, I, the soldiers right can run into battle with confidence, knowing that they know what they're doing. They got their buddies watching their back. Mm -hmm. um, you know, like you guys, you guys are partners, so you, yes. you guys can watch yourself each other's He's back. Also a vet as well. Oh, yeah. oh, nice. Yeah, I served five years in the Marine oh. Corps. So. Hey, thank you for your service. <laughs> thank you for yeah, yours. Yeah, boom. Yeah, um, but <laughs> it's the confidence, right? Knowing that, you know, you got your buddy covered, but you also have the knowledge that, and you do so much of that training that it just becomes nat natural, right? I mean, you would relate, you mm -hmm. drill over and over and over again, the same movement over and over so that when something happens, it's instinct, like boom, it's like breathing. So say, when it's applied to real estate investing, um, you should, almost become an expert in a sense that you know a lot about putting deals together, analyzing deals, um, even before you have done a deal, right? Uh, I, I know a friend who did a uh, hundred virtual deals, like imaginary deals. He literally took a deal uh, or took hundred properties, you know, did the comps and analysis, you know, us estimated the repair and he tracked as someone else that actually did the deal. He was able to track the sale price, what it was sold for. And he, he was like, by the time it was done, running through all 100 exercises, he was 95% accurate in terms of the comps and, and what, what the ARV was. Mm -hmm. um, and this person is someone that I would, you know, vote with my money, right? This person is someone that I can trust because they've done, they've gone through the different scenarios, they've mm -hmm. learned. So when approaching someone, um, having that confidence and um, that credibility, uh, self-spoken credibility, does a lot um, and if you don't believe in yourself why would anyone believe in you right so yeah. make sure you believe in your own ability to actually handle different situations no matter what they are yeah yeah no that definitely makes a lot of sense because mm -hmm. uh, you know like just uh, going back to even when I got started mm -hmm. um, like I did the same thing analyzed at least 100 deals yep. listened to over 100 <laughs> podcasts like I and then I even got my real estate license so mm -hmm. I did everything I could to uh, truly understand the market. Right. So once that deal came through, mm -hmm. you know, kind of like you, I was like, oh shit, I gotta perform. Right, right. But, you know, like, 
Uh, I was still pretty confident in the, in the numbers when it came to the rehab. Yep. Uh, you know, to the ARV um, and you know, like the purchase, I knew knew everything was perfect. And then right. as far as the funding, um, because I had that confidence, because I was able to articulate it really well, mm -hmm. and then show it in like a nice little PowerPoint presentation. Yep. Uh, you know the. Uh, original funder, uh, he still funds a few of my prop, uh, a lot yeah. of my properties today. Yeah, that's the beautiful, beautiful thing about real estate investing is you just all you need is that one win. Yeah, right with someone that that invests with you or becomes your partner, you just need that one victory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's now, important. Yeah, now he j now whenever I have a deal uh, and uh, I bring it to him, he just needs to know purchase, Breno, <laughs> ARV. Right. Like he doesn't even yeah, care. Yeah, yeah. Like. There was one he closed on with me, uh, maybe like four months ago, and he just remembered. He's like, "Oh, by the way, uh, can I get the scope of work just to look at it?" Yeah. yeah. I'm like, "Oh, okay, here yeah, you go." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Speed of trust. That's yeah. How, yeah, that's how it is. Yeah, it's it's, it's awesome to have a relationship like that. Mm -hmm. you know, with someone. Yeah. 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 Oh. So, um, just kind of backtracking a little bit, what what did you do before you got into real estate? Yeah. So funny, funny you ask. Uh, before I, I became a real estate investor, um, uh, before I got into real estate investing, what happened was uh, I was in college uh, and I was in the Army Reserves. So that explains the, the timetable. Some people are like, "Wait, you're in the Army, you went to college, and you got a real estate investor, and you're 26? Like, how do you fit all that in? Like, where, where does it all go?" So I know people, some people are like computing in their head. I'm like, "Hold on, this guy should be like 37 by now." Like. Yeah. What's going on? Um, so yeah, as soon as I turned three years old, I, or not three years old, <laughs> three days after I turned 18 years old, that's what I meant to say. Uh, three days after I became 18, enlisted in the uh, the army, and um, and I got out of the army, I got out of the training, and did my once a month uh, drill thing. Went to school, and then I started a, a professional mobile DJ company. So yeah, that's where I get my public speaking from is all those years and days of announcing Mr. and Mrs. John Smith, right? <laughs> like hundreds, over hundred iteration. Uh, but I was a professional DJ and then I realized at the moment, uh, there was a moment where I realized that I can't keep on doing this, right? Um, you know, I wanted to start a family. Um, looking 10 years, 10 years ahead, I'm like, do I really wanna you know, come home 2 a.m. At, at night on the weekends when I can speak, I can be spending time with the kids and family. I know you got kids, so yeah. you can relate, but you know, I, and, and I realized I had to make a shift and I looked at all the, what, what the wealthy individuals did. And back, back then, you know, of course, Donald Trump wasn't president. So then what Donald Trump did, right. And like, oh, real estate, real estate, real estate, like every, all the wealthy individuals from real estate, right. Uh, Oprah Winfrey, uh, she's in real estate. Arnold Schwarzenegger was actually a uh, real estate investor yeah. yes. before he became a, a, an actor. Um, so I'm like, okay, all the wealthy people have common, common denomination and that's real estate. Uh, I want my piece of action in real estate too. So that's, uh, that's how I got in or that's what I was doing before real estate investing. Um, who knows what's going to happen in the next few years, right? Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. So now, um, I know that's how you got started and you kind of explained a little bit about, uh, what you're doing now. Um, is there like a slight shift or a slight pivot of what? you mm -hmm. like have have you changed like your strategy and yeah. so why yeah so right now my uh, i've sort of shifted in the role that i do now is uh daniel does more on the acquisition 
the negotiation and the contract side of uh, you know he does he's the one that's in that forefront of real estate investing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm in more so the property management, uh, managing our uh, property managers, making sure that the, the ship you know stays afloat, so to speak. And then uh, we have an education component where we teach and coach. So I, I run more of that show. So uh, actually, what we're what we're putting together is a um, an AI based property management software. Yeah. So this property management software, if you guys hold any properties, uh, meaning you got, if you guys have any rental properties, uh, property management can be very time consuming, yes. energy consuming. Yes. It will kill you, <laughs> like like both mentally, spiritually. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Because you, you're going to deal with all sorts of people. Like, I wish there was a reality TV show with like tenants and like what the type of excuses they come up with. It's unbelievable. <laughs> oh, so, I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I just got to tell you a fun story that's actually recently going on. Joey <laughs> knows all about it. Right, right. Like one of my tenants, uh, she uh, she's getting evicted, going to court on the first. Okay. But um, fun story is uh, she said she refuses to pay rent because someone keeps stealing her mail and then also because um, her car keeps getting scratches on it. And she's had the police come and she's actually blamed me for it. Wow. And I, it's funny, the cops looked, they think, because she works in Newark, they think that she just gets bumped by someone every now and then. Yeah. Or- That's unfortunate, you know. Uh, fun story. Yeah, I, I got plenty. I don't know if we're gonna be able to fit it in some in, in this <laughs> podcast, but um, you could probably top that. I'm yeah. Sure. So what, what, what my responsibility has been shifted towards because I, you know, I'm spending more time in a different type of growth in our business. Right. Uh, we're putting together a a an AI based uh, property management system where it's gonna handle uh, automatically text and, and email the tenants if they're late. Um, automatically handles the eviction process as far as like sending documents and so. Uh, we're building that. Uh, we're putting that together. We're set to release uh, sometime early this winter uh, of 2019. You know, someone might be watching this in 2020. Um, so, yeah, the millions watching this later. Um, so we, so we're building that property management. I'm sort of managing that process. Um, so yeah, my role has shifted from being that front line of the real estate acquisition, and it's plus it's the market is especially where I'm at, at Chicago. The market's weird in the sense that um, I think we're transitioning from seller market to back to mar- uh, buyer market. So uh, we've been doing less of buying actually, more more so selling and figuring out how to sell some of our portfolios. So that explains why we've sold uh, the eight unit this month and then we're set, we're about to put together the deal to sell the 24 unit. Mm-hmm. And, um, but at the same time we're, we're buying, but we're in a different market. I so. See. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you mentioned uh, you're doing stuff down in Florida. Yep, Northern Florida. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's kind of what you're doing now. Um, mm-hmm. uh, <clears throat> the other thing you, you talked about a little bit was, um, you know, be, before the show, uh, that you did some mentorship and, yep. and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, t- tell us a little more about what, yeah. what you're kind of doing. Yeah, can, can I talk case? about it? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, so, I, yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't want to be disrespectful of your yeah, yeah. podcast. Yeah, no, yeah, Yeah, so for only one ninety nine. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, like the reason why you're here, guys, is tell you guys about our pyramid compensation plan now. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> um, yeah, so we, I do some mentorship. I do coaching. Um, in a, so far, we have co- about a good dozen of, of, of coaching students. Uh, we started this year. And it gives us an opportunity to build a network uh, all across the United States. 
uh, I have coaching students in California, of course, coaching students here in New Jersey. So if I ever want to do a deal, um, you know, I can always call up my coaching students in, in, from California and say, hey, uh, plan on doing a deal in California. Let's do it together. Or, you know, can you be my foot on the ground or team in the ground? So, um, yeah, yeah, we have a coaching uh, service as well as, as online program. Um, but, but again, I don't want this to turn into a, a pitch, right? Uh, but that's something that, that that's part of our business uh, model uh, and, and helps us do more real estate too. Uh, gives us the opportunity to network and expand our territory. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so uh, that just uh, brings me, cause I know uh, you're, you're different than a, a lot of the, po- uh, the people that we brought into the podcast. Cause this is mostly a, uh, newbie for New Jer- Northern right. New Jersey or yeah, like yeah. New Jersey in general. Sure. Um, what areas do you invest in and why? Yeah, uh, good question. So um, we actually looked at New Jersey. New Jersey is a very interesting market in the sense that uh, I think it works better for fix and flip, like what you guys are doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, you know, it's urbanizing, a um, lot of young people moving in, uh, which, you know, which means that uh, there's a bigger pool of people wanting to buy homes. Um, so we actually, the, the, the market that we actually chose to do fix and flip was Virginia. Uh, Virginia, one of the main reasons we had a, we have a partner there, uh, but another reason is uh, there's a lot of migration going into Virginia and out of the people that's moving in, vast, vast majority of them have at least a median income of $80,000 or more. So a lot of you know qualified home buyers moving in, and um, we and this is coming out of my, my brother's mouth, so it's not me and my research. <laughs> um, uh, it's reported that there's an appreciation of five thousand dollars to an average on average five thousand dollars in Virginia. Now, of course, by the time you guys are watching this, it might be too late, so don't try to go after Virginia. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so um, that's one area that we, we're doing fix and flips, and. Um, and the other area that Northern Florida is what we talked about. Mm-hmm. We're looking at uh, units anywhere between 80 to 100 units. Uh, this is gonna be a private fund. Um, so that's what we're working on. We have Airbnbs that we're putting together in, in Indiana. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to give you guys a hint, we're, we're doing this in a um, one of the huge NCAA schools, big football. So anytime there's a, um, you know, of course, anytime football season, uh, we're gonna have a ton of bookings for our Airbnb. I mean, got groups of people coming in at all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're doing Airbnbs there. We got and most most of the rental properties we have is in the suburbs of Chicago, western suburbs of Chicago. I uh, got one down in the south suburb near the Amazon fulfillment center, uh, which is nice because I never have to worry about where to find tenants because they show up from Amazon, right? <laughs> they, they work in Amazon. So uh, yeah, all the applications that we get from, on that property. Employer is Amazon, like ninety percent of the time. Wow. Um, yeah, Amazon's huge uh, as to like who they hire. So, um, yeah, so that's those are our main areas. Uh, Daniel does a lot of research uh, as to which areas we need to go and tackle. So, sort of give you guys a recap: Virginia, Northern Florida, Indiana. We even we even looked at Michigan, um, and of course Illinois, which is my home state. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. So. Uh- how, how can f- people find you on social media? Yep. I, mean, I know you're kind of like all over social media. Yeah. Um, you know, what, what are the uh, some of the channels? Or- yeah. So we've primarily focused YouTube on YouTube. So you can find us on YouTube, uh, the Quack Brothers, T-H-E-K-W-A-K, Brothers with the S. Uh, you'll find my pretty face there uh, mm-hmm. along with my, my brother Daniel. And we have over 200 videos to date. 
you know, all about real estate investing, either, either we're interviewing someone, podcasts, how-to videos, uh, it's all out there. And yeah, find us on YouTube, uh, shoot us a comment there. Uh, we usually try to reply. I mean, we get a ton of comments coming into our videos. So we try to uh, reply. Um, or other than, other than that, you can follow, follow us on Facebook. Uh, just search my name and you'll you'll find me with my a picture with me on a suit. So yeah. yeah. Nice. Are you on uh, Instagram at all? I am. Uh, okay. I am on Instagram. We actually are about we're about to hire our Instagram manager. So yeah, we're about <laughs> to do some re awesome. know, makeover on Instagram because right now I've been doing Instagram and it just sucks. So <laughs> it's terrible. Uh, so we're gonna hire a probably a fourteen uh, year old. <laughs> to do the Instagram for us. No, I'm just kidding. Man, but, it's uh, a 20 year old. Yeah. Snapchat's 14. Oh, is that? Oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I, I came, you know, I, I thought I was young, but now I feel old. Something's new kids coming in. So, yep. There you go. Awesome. Nice. Um, so, I guess, uh, you know, some like last questions yeah. for you before we uh, wrap things up. Yeah. Um, you know, like, what's some of the best advice you've ever gotten and what's yeah. some advice you would give someone that's new that's that would new. get okay. started. Yeah, because when you're new, it's so easy to, number one, it's easy to get distracted because um, you like, there's shiny things everywhere, right? You're like, oh my gosh, like, I want to do that. I want to do this. Um, it's super important that, and make yourself, make a commitment to yourself for the next, if you're really committed to real estate investing, make that next five, five years and just focus on real estate um, until you hit a million dollar mark. And the reason why I say this is a lot of people start like six months, they build something a little bit, and then they complete, like they're like, ah, I'm not making money, so I'm gonna go do this online, um, you know, CBM oil or whatever they call it these days, and sell that online. And then of course they work on that for like six months and it doesn't work out, and they, they're doing something else. And keep at something for at least five years, and don't stop until you make a million. And uh, you don't have my permission to skip to another business until you make a million dollars. Um, you know, even for us, uh, we're, we're close to that goal of, of at least hitting a million uh, as far as our business income. Um, so don't don't get distracted. The second thing is don't get discouraged because there's going to be lots of bumps. I know you guys run into bumps all the time. I see it on Facebook, uh, yeah, yeah. All right, all the time. And don't get discouraged. It's part of life. Uh, it's, and every discouragement moment is an opportunity where you can be stronger, you can learn, um, and you can glean from those moments uh, so that you guys can go in and not repeat those mistakes, of course. And um, another thing is, it may take it may just take you uh, two to three years uh, to even see your first check come in on real estate. I mean, the first two years you may struggle, you may be confused, or uh, you may not know what you're doing, but um, it's kind of the story that I tell all the time of the bamboo story. Like if you're planning on growing a bamboo, like a baby bamboo, um, you're gonna be watering it, you're gonna be you know, fertilizing it. I don't know if they fertilized bamboo, but you're gonna water it, water it, and water it. And it's not going to grow um, very much for for two to three years, but on that third or fourth year, uh, it grows sixty feet, like like that. So your business, it's going to take it could take two to three years. Who knows? It may take a year because you already have some skill sets that you built. But don't don't expect to be a you know millionaire and you know running for president next year. You know starting starting. It's going to take a lot of you know skill building, the network, the relationships. Um, to even hit your first check on real estate investing. So uh, make that commitment. It, it always comes back to why you, you start this business. And if you feel discouraged or if you feel distracted uh, or if you feel like at any, any point you want to quit, you have to come back to that why and figure out, okay, uh, why have I chosen this, this business? And uh, am, do I really have the, the, the gut to, to finish what I started? So that's my little advice uh, for people who are getting started in this business. 
love that. Yep. Yeah, I mean, personally, it, I was doing uh, networking and learning and things like that before I bought a single deal for almost right. three years. Right. So, you know, and I already knew, you know, because I, I was a contractor, so I already understood how the entire process worked. Right, right. But I didn't understand how the, the process worked in terms of uh, real estate, you yeah. know, um, as, as an investor. I understood as a as a homeowner mm-hmm. how that worked, you know. I, I knew how to purchase the property. Right. I knew how to renovate. You know, I knew how to sell it conventionally. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't understand the strategies, you know, how, how to calculate uh, yep. ARVs and things like that, yeah. you know, as an investor. Yeah, so, it, it takes couple, yeah. it, it could take a couple months or even, you know, like I said, two to three years, two, two to three years just to get even comfortable with the idea mm-hmm. that you're in this business. So, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. just just so, hang, hang on tight. And yeah, yeah. my first year, I, I only did like one deal. Mm-hmm. My second about like, I guess you could say three and a half because I started sure. the fourth. And now in total, like we're actually finishing up a refinance tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Thank God. Yes. Uh, and have uh, like, I have eight more projects that I'm still working on in different stages. And yeah. I know Joey has yeah. about eight or so right. different too. Yeah. So, yeah. yep, you know, it's all about growth. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. You'll, you'll grow exponentially if, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. once, once you get into it, once you understand it, uh, you know how to scale the business. So, Absolutely. you know, it grows very slowly. And mm-hmm. then once you hit that, yeah. you know, like you said, the third, fourth, fifth year. Yeah, it's kind of like a seesaw. It, it, it just, it just like, kind of goes up. Like success doesn't happen like this. It, it just it kind of goes like this for a while and then it goes like that. Like just, you'll wake up one day and like, what the, like, where, where did this come from? Like, right. I, it'd be crazy. So, yeah. So our, our inspiration comes in the, in the hopes that we're increasing the quality of life for someone else, right? And and we get we get compensated in, in that in that respect that we're creating value for someone else. We're making someone else's life easy. So at the end of the day, inspired to be a leader yourself, and uh, to be a leader, you have to you have to uh, take action, right? And and the mindset should be okay. How can I bless others and help others grow um, instead of you know being me 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 all the time? Yeah. That's, that's awesome. it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's a wrap, guys. Uh, thank you for uh, watching. And, uh, you know, next week we'll have a jam packed show as well. So, take care. Thank you.